There's some special areas in the upper and lower limb that can really help you quickly identify the structures that are there. You just need to find a few key structures and the rest falls into place. Join me so you can jumpstart your recognition on an upcoming test. Today, let's talk about some special areas in the lower limb. Ready? Let's go. Hello there. Welcome to a new episode of the podcast. This is Seth Jump, your professor for Anatomy on the Go. Would you like a supplemental ebook? It's free. That'll help you get a strong start with learning, practicing, and reviewing anatomy. If so, head to anatomyonthego.com, follow the prompts, confirm your email, and really, less than a minute, you'll have that in your inbox. But without further delay, let's get right to it. In this episode, we'll talk about three key areas, special areas in the lower limb that you can use to orient yourself, some landmarks you can use. Now, once you have these landmarks down, the structures there will be straightforward to identify. So let's get started. Let's talk about these three special areas in the lower limb. So let's get started with the first key uh, special area in the lower limb. We'll talk about the femoral triangle. This is a key special area that is located in the thigh. You'll find this on the medial aspect of the thigh. It has some important boundaries that are reasonably easy to identify. Now note that this is a triangle-shaped area. So you can consider the two sides of the triangle as lateral and medial boundaries. And then there is a base of the triangle, which is, in this case, the proximal superior part of this area. So think of this as actually the boundary of the hip and thigh. The lateral boundary is the sartorius muscle. The medial boundary is the adductor longus muscle. Where these two muscles meet is the apex of the triangle. Now the base of the triangle is the inguinal ligament. This is actually where we enter the thigh region. Distal to the inguinal ligament is considered the thigh. There's a floor in this triangle upon which we will find uh, three key structures we'll mention here in a moment. Now the lateral part of the floor is the iliopsoas muscle, Uh, the primary flexor of the hip, and the medial part of the floor is the pectineus muscle. Now, in this special area, the three key structures spell van, V-A-N, and that's from medial to lateral. And the van stands for vein, artery, and nerve, and they're all femoral, femoral vein, femoral artery, femoral nerve. Now, a great way to determine the lateral boundary of the femoral triangle is to first identify the sartorius muscle. Now remember that this muscle is the tailor muscle. It enables you to cross your legs, cross your leg rather, one leg over the other, while sitting on a chair. That is, take your right leg and put it over your left or vice versa. Now let's pause for just a minute here and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the additional two special areas we find in the lower limb. Physical and mental fatigue is often the biggest barrier to success in any activity involving strength, endurance, and mental focus. I've been on the lookout for something that could help boost athletic performance during my training and workouts, which is why I'm so happy that I found the AminoCo. They offer 100% science-backed essential amino acid formula called Perform. Perform was created by former Harvard professor and world-renowned clinical researcher Dr. Wolf, who has completed 62 marathons in under 2 hours and 30 minutes and is still fueling his body with Perform at age 75. 
Performance keto-friendly, soy-free, vegan, gluten-free, without any nasty GMOs. Perform is formulated to minimize muscle breakdown during exercise and maximize muscle growth after exercise. I use Perform to give me a boost for my different workouts, including running on the treadmill, interval training, weight training, and martial arts training. I train jiu-jitsu and karate. Personally, I have noticed a boost in my ability to sustain my performance during exercise. I tend to notice less of a dip or a tapering off of muscular performance. I've also experienced improvements in mental clarity and focus. Also, as a huge bonus, it tastes delicious. If you're looking for a nutritional advantage when it comes to boosting your peak athletic performance, I recommend you give Perform a try. It's scientifically three times more effective on a gram-for-gram basis than any other protein source. You can check out their science by visiting aminoco.com anatomy. And while you're there, when you use the discount code anatomy, you get 30% off at checkout. One more time, visit aminoco.com anatomy and use the discount code anatomy for 30% off. Now, here we go. Let's talk now about an additional special area, which we call the popliteal fossa. Now, let's, let's talk about the ins and outs of this particular area now. This special area is located behind the knee. It's a place where the popliteal artery is coursing. It's en route to uh, the leg where, where there's a further bifurcation of this artery. This artery is a continuation of the femoral artery. But we have some other structures here that we'll chat about. Let's take a look at those structures here in a moment. But first, the boundaries of the popliteal fossa. For this area, you have superolateral and superomedial boundaries. There are also inferolateral and inferomedial boundaries. Let's talk about the superior boundaries first. The superomedial boundary consists of semimembranosus and semitendinosus, these two muscles, two of the hamstring muscles. The superolateral boundary is the biceps femoris muscle. Now, remember that collectively the hamstring muscles are responsible for uh, hip extension and knee flexion. So three of the four are responsible for those actions. Remember that the biceps femoris short head does not act on the hip because it does not cross that joint. So those are the two uh, superior boundaries, both superior medial and superior lateral. Now let's talk about the inferior boundaries now. Now, for inferior, the inferomedial boundary is the medial head of the gastrocnemius. The inferolateral boundary is the lateral head of the gastrocnemius. Now, gastroc is short uh, for gastrocnemius. The gastroc is responsible for knee flexion as well as plantar flexion. It works with the soleus in the action of plantar flexion. Now, in this area, there are four key structures that spell A-V-N-N. And those letters stand for artery, vein, nerve, nerve. Specifically, it's popliteal artery, popliteal vein, tibial nerve, common fibular nerve, and the direction here again is from medial to lateral, so AVNN is from medial to lateral. Now the last special area that we'll talk about today is called Tom, Dick, and Harry. You know, Tom, Dick, and Harry are hanging around at the back of the bar. In this case, Tom, Dick, and Harry are hanging around behind the medial malleolus. You don't hear that every day, and you're welcome. So what on earth am I talking about here? Tom, Dick, and Harry are referencing some muscles and also an artery and a nerve. And when I'm saying an, I'm using the shorthand way of saying ant. I'm taking away the D in this case. 
And by the way, as we continue on here, I'm not taking uh, credit for any any of these particular mnemonic devices. I learned them. Those who passed them on to me learned them. And there are others with some different variations. There are those we could use for the cranial nerves, muscles elsewhere in the body, for example. Some dirty, some clean. But back to Tom, Dick, and Harry. The Tom is tibialis posterior muscle. Dick stands for flexor digitorum longus. An is artery, then nerve. A-N, artery, nerve. The artery is the posterior tibial artery. The nerve is tibial nerve. Harry is flexor hallucis longus. It's heading on to the big toe. And when you want to use this Tom, Dick, and Harry memory device, make sure you are looking at the medial malleolus. Remember that the medial malleolus is the bulky distal portion of the tibia. It'll be the same side as the big toe. Well, thanks for listening. There you go. Another anatomy nugget. Do you like these shorter format podcasts? Are they helping you out? Now, send me an email if you want to interact with that particular question just there, or if you have an idea for an upcoming podcast. In fact, the next two episodes that will roll out are in response to a suggestion from a fellow listener. Okay, that's all for today. So until the next episode rolls out, episode 73, all the very best. Good luck with your studying, and I'll see you later.